0: Good morning and welcome to Thursday morning, September the 15th in 2022 on When I Rise. Today we continue year C, proper week 20, which is the 15th Sunday after Pentecost. And on the Thursday of the week, we'd like to take a look at the New Testament letter passage, which comes to us from this week from the Revised Common Lectionary. in this week of the church's calendar year, and so we find ourselves back in 1 Timothy like last week, but we'll be in chapter 2, verses 1 through 7. So let me read that passage, provide a couple points for reflection, and then we'll spend our time praying along the theme that we find there. Thanks for making us part of your morning on When I Rise. Let's allow our souls to rise and meet God together in a time of prayer. First Timothy chapter two, verses one through seven. First of all, then, I urge that requests, prayers, intercessions, and thanks be offered on behalf of all people, even for kings and all who are in authority, that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life in all godliness and dignity. Such prayer for all is good and welcome before God our Savior, since he wants all people to be saved and come to a a knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one intermediary between God and humanity, Christ Jesus, human himself who gave himself as a ransom for all, revealing God's purpose at his appointed time. For this I was appointed a preacher and apostle, I'm telling the truth, I am not lying, and a teacher of the Gentiles in faith and truth. This is the word of God for us. I think yesterday i called the apostle paul like a man in the middle right middle in between jews and gentiles uh, like old judaism and like a new revealed way of doing judaism in light of jesus right so he's kind of in the middle i kind of feel like he's kind of a Paul of paradox today so we think that uh first timothy uh, if it was written by paul there's some new testament scholars who do not think so but for those who do obviously written later in life um He has lived a long life of faith. He has endured many hardships and trials. He's planted many churches. He's raised many leaders. And so Timothy is written, 1 Timothy is written to his protege, Timothy. We believe in Ephesus, uh, which is in Asia Minor, becoming one of the epicenters of the early church. And so here, like, I don't know, like comparing Paul's life experiences that we find in the book of Acts to this passage is a bit decentering if I can be honest with you, which if you were to talk to me, you'd say, of course, like we want you to only be honest with us. Okay, well, then that being established. I mean, Paul like was creating a ruckus everywhere he went. Um, one of my favorite N.T. right lines ever is him in another conversation with another bishop because he was a bishop. And this bishop said, everywhere I go, they serve tea. But everywhere Paul went, he caused riots. I mean, Paul... His, uh, his conclusions, his manner of life, the way he conducted himself, it caused disruptions everywhere he went. Like Paul would roll the grenade into a calm room, right? And that wasn't just because he uh, liked to watch the world struggle and suffer and be trembling with uh, uncertainty. Paul had a, just a unique call. like He had to go and reveal a resurrected Christ uh, to a watching world and he tried to get as many people in line with that as possible and it caused disruptions everywhere so with all that in mind when we read 1 Timothy 2 we think what's happened to this guy like he he's like mellowed out right like he's asking for prayers to be offered for all people to the end of what according to verse 2 that we may live a peaceful and quiet life in all godliness and dignity right so somebody he's like changing strategies. It's like, okay, strategy number one was to go around the world and to be this international man of mystery and to bring disruption wherever I go. Right. And now like plan B is later in life is now, okay, now that that's been happening, let's live in peace and quiet. Uh, and let's even pray for these rulers that I was speaking truth to earlier in life. Right. Um, This is verse three, such prayer for all is good and welcome before God, our savior, since he wants all people to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. All right. So he makes this great big truth statement about how God wants um, all people to be saved and come to the knowledge of truth. And the the means of that happening is to not be people who are just like picking fights all the time, people who um, are... That others are comfortable around, right? So maybe this like speaks to a great book that Andy Stanley wrote, The Deep and Wide, right? Um, Let's reach out as far as possible to as many people as possible and let's try to deepen their faith at the same time. So let's, you know, be welcoming to all people, but also to like tell them the one and only truth that we want them to line up their life around, right? So interesting paradox here. Paul is saying, at times, there is a season, if we could use the um, pattern of the Ecclesiastes, there's a season where we have to pick fights and challenge everything, right? Challenge every argument. Hey, Say, hey, not so fast, like, you got to think about something else. But there's also a season uh, to not have to have the last word hat tip to Dallas Willard, who could have tried to, he, he could have finished every argument. He was bright enough to do so. But he often would operate with this principle: of, you know what? Like, you don't always have to have the last word. Like, you don't have to be the cantankerous, like, person who is picking an argument with everybody. Like, you can sit there and say, "Wow, that's an interesting, that's an interesting comment." I just think differently, and you can just leave it at that, right? So, there's like these two gears of Christianity: there's like running out in the world and trying to topple over the principalities and powers there's also this gear of the christian life where we can learn to dwell in peace with all people as far as it depends with us right um some of us need to excel in one way or the other (laughs) some of us are good at picking fights some of us are good at just getting along right and there seems to be these two working in tandem these are the split personalities of the apostle paul and so hey we're like in a like bitterly divided world right now and we're being discipled to um fights and to post memes and to do the whataboutisms. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've been doing that a lot lately, if I've been doing that a lot lately, maybe it's time for us uh, to quit that for just today. I, I love Bob Goff. He's got I quit something every Thursday. Practice. Maybe we should quit the argument, fight picking thing, and just learn to dwell in peace and quiet with all people, um, because there's much grace in that too. Uh, so that's my thought for today. So with that in mind. Let's spend some time praying to our God this morning. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we thank you today that uh, you allow us to dwell safely within this world, a world that you love, a world that you're redeeming. We thank you that. We're now missionaries. Like we were sent out into the world to uh, point to Christ as a signpost about a world that is dawning upon us in the midst of this current one. And so we thank you that somebody came and they uh, impacted us. Uh, We had a neighbor, we had a a parent, grandparent, uh, a friend in college, uh, a coworker who nudged us towards belief. And we thank you that we have that opportunity to, to do the same for others. And so God, we know that that sometimes take the shape of something bold and demonstrative. At other times it's very subtle it's very calm uh, over a long period of time and so I pray that you would help us that when we go to school or we go to work are we dwell in communities today that we would sense that uh, we're dwelling next to people who are looking and searching and uh, we would that we would be eager to help them in their search and so God whether that's a, a calm blessing or if that is to open up a conversation with them we just pray that you would empower us to do so um, so that that these people would know the love that we have found. So we pray that you pour that love into our hearts and it might overflow into the lives, into the world around us. Uh, that this world would be a better and a good place because you've placed us within it and it bec- ultimately because it's a world that you love. And so, God, we pray that you would do wonderful and mighty things before us. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.